Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. We're doing a Joker Part 2 episode? Yes, we are, because we didn't, you know, talk about it enough the first time, and it wasn't nominated for 11 Oscars the first time we talked about it. Yeah. I guess we've already talked about it twice. That's true. So this will be the third time we're speaking of it. Yeah. Uh, We had our little special features. We just saw Joker episode, Yeah. and then we talked about it last week on Oscars. Oscars Because it got nominated for Oscars for some reason. 11 Oscars. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing something. But we're not talking about Joker. We're not. We're talking we could. About, we're talking about joking. <laughs> joking. What? Yeah. It's the pre- the prequel to. to... What are we actually talking about? We're not talking about Joker. Are we? I thought we were. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Children of Dudes. Oh, we are talking about Children of Dudes. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> They're pretty really, much the same. I really we, thought we were talking about Joker again. I thought the meme lived on. Oh, no, we are talking about Children of Dudes. That's right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. By, by Alphonse Cuaron. Yeah. Yeah. The Mexican. Let's talk about, like, actually good movies <laughs> instead of Joker. Uh, yeah. Children of Ben. Boys. Children of, of other children. Boys of, boys of, of children. Um, when did this movie come out? 2005? I think 2005. Dude, this might be my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the question for today. Is, is this, this Michael's favorite movie of all time? I was going to say, is this the best movie of all time? Oh, but, wow. Or is this... I definitely think it's up there, dude. I think it's up there. I think you can make the argument that it's, like, top five. Um, right? Yes. I rewatched it recently, dude, and I was just captivated. Me, too. I think it gets go. better with each viewing. It does, 100%. It's 06. It is okay. It's oh six. Yeah. Um, it's I, the only know, time Clive Owen has been like in an amazing movie. Yeah, you don't count uh, Jupiter Ascending. I've never seen it. Or uh, Aeon in Flux take on the universe. Nope. I don't think that's a movie, but it sounds like something he would do. What else is this douchebag in? Clive Owen. He was in uh, Sin Cities. He was in the Sin he Cities. Dwight. Dwight. He's in The Born Identity. Oh, that's right. He's one of the other uh, agents. Yeah, he's but, in a King Arthur movie. That's right. He is King Arthur. Um, he's not credited in The Pink Panther with Steve Martin. Oh. That's a good movie. The Pink Panther? Yeah. The Bigger. I would like to buy the damn burger. The Bigger. Say I. I. <laughs> Say Wood. Ood. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're talking about anything but children. <laughs> we'll talk about it for like five minutes at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this dude wasn't really in anything good. Uh, no, he. I, I guess he has a poor agent. He's in Gemini Man and Inside Man. That's right. He's in, apparently Gemini Man is good, dude. Believe it or not, from fuck, what I've heard. Fuck that. I mean, it is Ang Lee, so I'm not buying it. Is it Ang Lee? Yeah, it's Ang Lee. We're literally gonna talk about anything, Every, anything but, but children of men. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I first saw this movie back in 2006, yes, I was 15 years old. Yes, you were, um, and I was far too young, I think, to appreciate the magnificence of what I was beholding. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm, that's right. Mm-hmm, that's <laughs> right. Um, so like, I don't think I was conscious of the amazing camera work, the amazing cinematography, the fantastic direction, the unbelievable story, and the fucking dank long shots. <laughs> dude, this is like a cinematography like wet dream. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, dude, dude. Yeah. You want to talk about you know 1917 pretending to be one shot? Unbelievable. These are real fucking one shots. Yeah, dude. These were real children, real children and men in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, so you know how, actually, I think we may have spoke about this on a previous episode, or we just may have spoke about it on the street corner. Um, but, you know, we talk about the famous shot of a movie towards the end during, like, the war zone. Yeah. Um, the other fucking amazing one shot is when they're driving in the car. After rewatching it. It's unbelievable. I think the car one shot is better than... Than the end of movie, I'm just I just like zone one shot blown away because he's actually some. There's a human being in the car with the, the holding ca- the camera. They're not on top. I thought they were on top of the car. Oh, down in and they go in, down in, the car? in because that the, makes way more the sh- sense. The shot ends with the camera out of the car. And right, it's still the same take. But the camera comes out of the car from the door. Does it? Yeah. I thought that they It's, were, like, it's like a fucking 12 minute long take. I don't understand how it's they do in, it. It's insane. Just Should we go some, through the whole movie? Some back, yeah, absolutely. Some back alley in Europe. You want to give me a synopsis? Yes, I would love to. Yeah. So it's the year, what, like 20... It's like 30, now. It's, it's like, like tw- oh, oh it's yeah, like, it's like 2019 like or something. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I get, when it came out, I guess it was like 15 years in the future or whatever. Yeah. Um, human beings are now infertile. More specifically, women are infertile. Everyone's infertile. No, it's just women. I, I caught that point. Or there, do you think they just? The I thought they just blamed women because. Oh, I mean, honestly, because we live in a, in, a, in a society. In a, <laughs> we live in a society. Um, no, I caught that point. They're on the, somebody's list watching the news. Well, have and, you not read the P.D. James novel that it's based on? No, I have. And I think it's. I think in the novel both? they mention that it's both. How do they know that? Because they literally do like science testing. Please. <laughs> Science, please. Um, um, so, yeah, so you're saying so, so regardless, women, women are, are infertile. And let's just say everybody's infertile. Yeah. I mean, the reason I say that is because there's a news bulletin where some anchor is just like, why yeah. are women infertile? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't pick up on that commentary the first yeah. watch. Um but so people, human beings are infertile. There hasn't been a baby born in like eleven years. Yeah. The movie begins with little baby D'Agostino or whatever his Diego. name is. Diego. Diego. <laughs> little baby D'Agostino. <laughs> no, he's, and, uh, he's an, the baby's an Argentine. He's an Argentine baby. Italian. And he gets murdered. He's like the most famous person in the world because he's the youngest person in the world, yeah. and he gets murdered yeah. for whatever reasons. And like everybody because he doesn't sign him. an autograph. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Someone's like, "Yo, you're mad young. Sign my book." And, and then he's like, "He's like, bug off, bug off, bug off, <laughs> bug off." Bug off. <laughs> but it's no, it's like you, you kind of, you at first you're watching, and you're like, these fucking people like crying over a celebrity. Why they don't know this kid? They're crying over the the youngest yeah. person in the world. But then you realize it's just like, oh, the youngest person in the world just died. So human beings are that, that much, much closer, closer to being extinct. Yeah, and you know that was. That was something that I, I picked up on, sort of generally watching this again recently. Was that really all this movie is? Is it's a fucking look into what human nature devolves into 
knowing that we're about to go extinct. Yeah. And the moral of the story is everyone goes fucking crazy. Fucking bonkers. They go insane. And we revert back to like horrible war times yeah. and crimes and concentration camps yeah. and racism and Like fucking, terrible racism yeah. and yeah, hating Fujis. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a dope little like bit in the beginning of the movie when he's uh, when he's like on the bus and he goes home from work because he's more affected by baby Diego's death than he thought he would be. That's right. And uh, it's like a t- <laughs> it's like a TV. What, what, does he say to, what does he say to his boss? He, go, he walks into his boss's <laughs> office and he's like, "Can I go home? Um, I didn't realize how affected I was by <laughs> Diego's death." And his boss is like. Yes, of course, of course. You can you can go. <laughs> and like obviously you can tell that like this dude is just a scumbag and like doesn't actually care about right. baby Diego's death like right. or I don't know, he might actually be. But I think you're like made to believe that he that he doesn't actually care and he's just being a scumbag and taking advantage of the situation. Of but course. anyway, he's on he's on the bus and there's like there are like all these clips of like cities around the world literally fucking burning and like descending mm-hmm. into riots and stuff and then the last city is London and it's like super like shiny and nice and sunny and it's like England fights on or England soldiers on and then it like it the camera like pans down to him on the bus and then like outside and there are literally riots in the streets <laughs> yeah, and it's like right. like you're pretend like that like that's it's what quite, would happen like right. countries would like pretend that like all right like we're staying super strong in this like super trying time where we know that we're gonna go extinct but like literally everyone is doing the same thing and just like resorting to pure chaos. Right, right. Well, speaking of the intro of the film, when we learn about Baby Diego's death, it starts with a, a crazy good one-shot, too. Oh, like in the coffee shop, In the dude. coffee shop. Yeah. And then he is, uh, he's in that crowd of people, uh, and he walks out, and the camera follows him through the crowd. Um, and, I like, where did they film that? Because, like, it's on a... Re- that's a real street, right? Yeah. It has to be, because, like, the camera follows him out on the street. It turns back to the coffee shop, and, and then the explosion happens. And it and looks all, like a practical effect. It does look like a practical effect. And it's all yeah. one shot. And there are, like, people so, inside of the coffee shop in, in like, when, when the movie opens. So, yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, do they, like, have all of those people, and then do they, like, move them somewhere else, and then they have, like, their pyro team, like... While they're moving all the people and while the camera is following Clive I, Owen, I bet like, you there's probably like a back like, door in the coffee shop. Yeah, that they and all run out. Everyone runs out, and then the pyro team goes in and blows it up, right. like as it's going back. And right. then there's that dope shot of the woman like walking out with, with like one arm, with one arm, and then it's just arm, like yeah. children of men. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? You're like, holy what, shit! Wait, I thought what? this was about coffee. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> yeah, right. Also, like, this is a movie. If you don't know going in, like, you're gonna get hit fucking like hard over it's, the head yes. like it's a it's, real heavy it's movie it's very heavy handed it's very heavy yeah um but like in the dopest way possible yes 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 um, indeed yeah um so then after he it's after he, he goes go, home he, he goes to Michael Caine's house oh dude what amazing casting it's a great cast yeah but to have Michael Caine like playing this old stoner yeah like going against type and just being like this like right. hippie stoner yeah who listens to Ruby Tuesday by the Beatles <laughs> right <laughs> All the time. Oh. Uh, Clive Owen has a very funny little aside joke to Michael Caine. After the, the bombing, he's just like, it's a good thing that I don't take it with milk and sugar. <laughs> Implying that he would have still yeah. been in the coffee shop when yeah. it blew up. Because that's, like, that's the first line of the movie! Writing, baby! Yeah! He's like, oh, there's a coffee, there's a small coffee black. Yeah. And then he walks out. And he doesn't care about Baby Diego. He's the only person who doesn't care. Everyone right. is in there watching the news about Baby Diego. Had he cared about Baby and Diego. And he walks out. Yeah. And then everyone else dies. Kaboom. Bye. That's what you get. Yeah. Being a Baby Diego fan. 
Um, so he goes to his friend Michael Caine. They smoke some pot. They smoke some pot. Mm-hmm. Um, is that when Michael Caine tells the joke? Yes. Yeah, the yes. stork is delicious. The, the, the stork is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's a really funny joke. It's a really funny joke. Um, it's like the only funny part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, where they, actually, no, I take that back. They, they both do a, an excellent job of playing stoned in that yeah. scene. I mean, Michael Caine, because he's like, I'm a stoner, so I'm the one telling the joke, and I seem totally yeah. fine. And Clive Owen's just like, this weed is so strong. This joke yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they do that typical stoner thing where Michael Caine is like, after Clive Owen takes a hit, he's like, cough. Like, Clive Owen's like, what? He's like, cough. And he coughs, and then he gets like super Fucking baked. Stony. He's like, oh, 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 oh. And he turns into Seth Rogen for a couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah. They actually hired Seth Rogen <laughs> to do the cough. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Um, um, so then he gets uh, abducted. Yeah, he gets eventually kidnapped. By some militia group. Yeah. Who it turns out the militia group is run by Julianne Moore, his, yeah, his ex wife. Who's yeah. not British. She's yeah. very American. She's Verican. Very American. <laughs> but, the American. <laughs> she, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah it turns out she runs this militia group. Yeah. The fish. The fish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And she and Clive Owen used to be married. And I think it's implied that she had a miscarriage, which is why they, they split skied. Well, if you read the novel, I mean, guy. Dude. <laughs> Of man. Uh, yeah, dude of man. Children of dude. Um, in, in the novel. How long is this book? The book is not as good as the movie. Unfortunately. I will say that. This is one of those, not rare instances, but this is one of those times where the movie um, is like a thousand times better than the book. You know, a you're, thousand times, huh? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because I read the book and I watched the movie. Maybe just because I'm a bad reader and Who's I didn't the, understand I'm, half the. I'm words. a bad reader too. Who's the author of the book? I wanted to send him a piece of snail mail and be like, "Your book is a thousand times worse <laughs> than the movie." <laughs> P.D. James. I don't know if he's still alive, uh, but in the book, they go into like when the two of them were married. Um, I think it was a situation where like where Clive Owen's character was backing out of the driveway and he like hits the kid while he's like playing on his bike. Jesus. Yeah, it's like very, very. Very morbid in like the worst ways possible. Damn, that sucks. I don't know how how something so, can be like a good morbid, but I think in the movie it's implied. It's either implied that the kid got sick or that she had a miscarriage. There was a, there was a kid. There was a kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. That's really all you need to know for right. these two characters. They were in love. There was a kid. Kid dies. Um, I, I never picked up on this, but I was watching okay. it with Taylor, mm-hmm. and she pointed out who's how, Taylor. Uh, Taylor is my uh, my my <laughs> so, if you will. Yeah, your partner. My partner. Uh, she was uh, like Julianne Moore is like aside from Key, mm-hmm. who we'll get to that character. Yeah. Julianne Moore is really the only other female character in the movie. Well, um, <laughs> so wrong. Okay, well the caretaker uh, and the the Russian woman. So there are quite a few female roles in this movie, but Julianne Moore, I guess, is the biggest named actress in it. Yeah, and. Taylor pointed out that it seemed strangely sexist how underwritten she was, mm-hmm. um, and how her dialogue was like very bizarre, and just like, oh, she hasn't seen Clive Owen in like twelve years, and she just kisses him on the the bridge, and then she's like, oh, you used to like it with the light on in yeah. the car, and like their second scene, and I was like, this is an interesting perspective on the film, um, and then Taylor was like, why isn't it called Children of Women? <laughs> Because it's made by men. Right. Well, I mean, my, and my response to that was, like, this is a world of people raised under a male mentality. Like, yeah. a horribly violent mentality. Yeah. That's why it's called that. 
Yeah, I, well, I think with the female characters, like, they're, I think it's on purpose, and, like, any, like, females who are listening, please tell me if I'm, like, way, way off, and if I'm, like, totally just trying to, like, mansplain something that is, like, far beyond my realm of explanation. Um, but I kind of thought that the female characters, like, they're, like, kind of all, like, secondary characters, but for the most part, they're all, like... <clears throat> the strongest characters like they're the most like grounded they're the most mm-hmm. like they're like the moral compasses of the movie like they're the ones who like actually end up like pushing like all of the plot points forward and like at the end of the day like get shit done like right. it is all of the women who do that and like but like we see it through the eyes of men because like we like you said like we live in a society and like <laughs> in our society like we've always lived in like a male dominated society um so we're kind of seeing how like all of these like these men who have like supposedly like held up society for so long like once they learn that they can no longer have babies like they like fall into this chaos and the women are you know staying strong throughout it whether it be the caretaker or the caretaker julia moore's character or um or key or the fucking gypsy woman at the end who is one of my favorite characters in cinema history marika is yeah marika yeah she just what is she I guess she's speaking like Romanian or something. Yeah, yeah. She's fucking hysterical. Yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah. get to her. Yes, yes, um, yes, we will. So, like, slap it to me. Like Mad, Ma- uh, okay. Like, <laughs> like, like Mad Max Fury Road. That's uh, dominated by a female cast, and like they're the important characters. And Max, even though he's the titular character, yeah. he's kind of just along for the ride, and he's just there to help him. And it's just yeah. like, oh, he just happens to be there. That's kind of like what happens to Clive Owen's character in this movie, like. He gets involved with with Julianne Moore's crusade, um, and then he gets involved helping Key. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a woman's journey of a film, and he's just there to help. Yeah, just like Mad Max Fury Road was. Um, and I thought that it was interesting that he like he essentially is well aware that he is sacrificing himself mm-hmm. to ensure that she gets to where she needs to go. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, what more really does he have to live? Like, his ex-wife was killed. Uh, by the way, Julianne Moore oh, yeah, we didn't talk dying about that. so early on. What a well, great that's in the, fucking... That's in, that's in the car scene. It is in the car scene. The and car scene like, ends with that. It's like pretty early on in the movie. Yeah, it's and only it's like, like a half hour in. And it's like right after her character gets introduced right. and you're like, fuck yeah, Julianne Moore, let's go. Yeah, it's that she's bitch huge. That shit. Yeah, she's huge. She's I fucking love her. I like her so much more than Clive Owen. And then she just gets fucking murdered. Yeah, the dude on the motorcycle pulls out a gun and just kaboom, blammo, <laughs> chapel. Right after they're shooting golf balls, uh, uh, ping pong balls, balls back and forth yeah. between each other's mouths. Yeah, they actually did that. I think that take must, must have been so fucking hard to. Yeah. I, I don't understand like how that how that like we've already talked about it, but how that scene was set up or shot. They probably just had so many people, so many PAs on walkie talkies, be like, okay, the car's coming, and, and push the put, fiery thing. Yeah. And okay, and now go motorcycles. Yeah. It also accelerates so quickly because I mean, it, the car scene starts with the two of them kind of like, oh, like remember back in back in time when we were in love and like we had a baby and we used to do, you know, things like this and play with ping pong balls. And then all of a sudden they're like, yo, there's a car on fire rolling down. And then all of a sudden there are like zombie people like chasing after them. And right. then a dude on a motorcycle with a gun shoots Julianne Moore. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? I thought they, we were just like riding in a car to go. Yeah. To like the next scene, and then they would like talk about what was going to happen next. It just like totally explodes in your face, yeah, and in Julianne Moore's face, right? Yeah, 
It's the one time of something exploding in my face that I don't mind. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's That's an incre- a sex joke. That was yes, indeed. Nice. Uh, it was an incre- It's an incredibly impressive scene. Um, I I like the scene a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, like say what you will about like Birdman and and nineteen seventeen doing the whole like pretending to shoot in one take thing. I think like an actual one take like this. Mm-hmm. Is way more impressive. Absolutely. Like, holy well, it's, fuck. it's it also it's like movie making magic. Whenever they do one takes in this movie or like extended like single single takes, it's always at a point where like something like super crucial is happening and you're right. It's like kind of like a, an escalation in the action, as opposed to just like look at this cool thing that we can do with the technology. Mm-hmm. It's like actually like important like to like. The story that is being told and like each time it's done it's like a longer take and it's another point of just like the action being escalated like that much more right you know so right. like this car scene it's like it's wild and then they go back to the house and then right you find out it's fucking white dreads dude who the who Scottish was the, motor- dude, the motorcycle the, boy the, the cyclist turns out that the militia that Julianne Moore was running yeah wants to use Key's baby yeah by the way Key Oh, yeah. She's pregnant! For the first time since In baby Diego. 11 years, yeah. a woman is pregnant. Yeah. And it's amazing how the film is constructed around this point. Because like, you're like, okay, what is this movie going to be about? Oh, I'm yeah. sure somebody's going to end up pregnant. Yeah. But what's interesting about it is how the characters want to use the child yeah. for like power and political reasons. Um, and what's, and that's the, what it's would the, it's, the, it's the men who are like the, the crazy ones, like... The, right. the wild ones, like the the terrible, you know, actors in this, not like acting like right, actual to actors, be or not right, to be, but right. like the yeah, the bad <laughs> acting, good, good, excellent, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the example, bad, the, the they're the bad, you know, people in in in, in you know the, the the story, um, and you know they're doing like these horrific things in the name of a baby that's not even theirs that they you know had like no help in creating, like right, they're you know trying to take that power from from the female characters right um who you know i guess like down the line like just get end up getting like you know taken down like one by one by one right until it's you know the last woman standing at right. the end yeah you know you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. yes do i feel i feel word it's true but you know that when when clive owen discovers that this militia group wants to take Key's baby. Yeah. Well, first of all, okay, so it's, there's this wonderful scene where he discovers that Key is pregnant. Yes. And it's after the it's after the car scene, and they shoot right. Julian Moore in the face, and yes. they go back to the barn farmhouse thing right. where they are, and there, there's a bunch of Fujis there, <laughs> and they're um, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, what do we do?" And um, fucking uh, Twelve Years a Slave is like. Uh, Jamon, yeah, yeah, he's like, what's what's oh, that sorry, Chitwell Ijafor, yeah, 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 twelve years a slave. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, Clive Owen, like you need to stay here. Like we're gonna keep you and Key here. Um, and it's kind of just like I think it's initially framed as like we need you to help uh, Key, who is this refugee woman, to get across, just cross the border, cross the border. Right. And the reason that you know they have to do it in this like militant like underground secret way is because the British government has outlawed refugees from like right. coming into or living in England and if they do find them they send them to what are essentially concentration right. camps and then like execute them in the streets um, also 
backtracking, the scene of him with his cousin who like works in the British government slash oh, like um, is like the prime minister. Danny Danny Houston. Um that scene is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um this is like super nerdy, but I was rewatching it recently and I noticed in that scene that like you know, when they're at the dinner table, um I don't know how to say this without sounding like a douchebag. But I noticed okay. that Clive Owen, like, the two of them are they're sitting across from each other. The famous Pablo bombing that heck about a bomb happened yes, during, I like, the Spanish, Spanish Civil War. Um, and it's just, like, it's, like, this huge piece that's just, like, depicting, like, all of the, the chaos and, like, uncertainty and, like, all of, like, the, the, you know, just, like, carnage and stuff that's happening, that's happened after this bombing. Um, and then it cuts to his cousin who is sitting in front of this like big open window and he has these two giant inflatable pigs with like these two like big like 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 what are like those factory like smokestack things the inflatable um, flailing arm No guys? no no the, the you know like on top of the oh, factory like chimney, chimney stacks yeah, the giant ch- chimney stacks yeah, yeah like smoke. factory yeah, yeah, yeah. those factory stacks um but th- with the two pigs and the stacks it it's like it's it's a reference to to this Pink Floyd album called Animals from the 70s that's all about like how like shitty and bad like big government is and like it's like about like democracy and capitalism and like all of, like the shame and shit of that um but fuck like to edit those two you know scenes with those two backgrounds together is fucking gorgeous and I feel like such an asshole for noticing that nerd oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it with my SO uh, ah, Dorothy and I, yeah. I was like wait pause it and then I explained to her what I just explained to you and she was like yeah you're a douchebag <laughs> Put the movie back on. Uh, did Dorothy like it? She loved. Why? Did she I don't know why I said it like that. Why'd you slip into my my accent? mind? Just sort of. Did she like it? Yeah, she did like it. Nice. Yeah. Did Taylor like it? Yeah, Taylor loved it. Except for Julianne Moore's character, who she felt was underwritten. But I was like, that's the whole point. She dies really early in the movie. Um. But anyways, is that that beautiful so we got to get this refugee across the border. Roll, boom. There's right. where we are. There's and where we are. And, and he goes into the barn, and there's Key, and she reveals her rum tum tummy. And she's fat. She's a fat uh, preggers. <laughs> oh, belly, belly, belly. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. Yes, she's actually. And she's preg. She's preg- pregtastic. She's not. And fat. Clive Owen is just in awe. Yeah. And he doesn't. It's great because you're just like, oh, he's gonna say she's pregnant. Holy shit, you're yeah. pregnant. But he's just silent the whole time. Yeah. And then Chitwell shows up. And he's like, no, we w- he wasn't supposed to know. Yeah. And like in the middle of a sentence, Clive Owen interjects and he's like, she's pregnant. Yeah. And it's just like the time with which he says it is so just. It doesn't feel like a movie. It doesn't feel yeah. like, oh, here's him being like, you're pregnant. pregnant. And like the music swells. Right. And it's like, it's it, also like a really funny reveal because it's not like, like you assume like a reveal like that. It's going to be like. From like it's gonna be like a like from behind and she like takes off the the cloth and then like it'll like cut to his face and he's like oh <gasps> right and then it cuts to like just her stomach and it's like that's a pregnant stomach and then it cuts back to him and he's like she's pregnant yeah um but they don't do that it's no, like they don't yeah it's great no it's, it's great like, how they do yeah. it. um subverting cliches yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but so we've already outdoced ourselves. Yeah, this, this is episode. true. There's so no just, yeah, just let's fucking just embrace, keep going. Embrace full yeah. speed ahead, dude. Yeah. Um, so he finds out that they killed production Julian design. Moore. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
throw out. Oh, movie just words. Yeah. <laughs> Cinemology. <laughs> Cinem- <laughs> um. So he finds yes, out it- that the people killed Julianne Moore, and he's like, "Holy shit, these are bad, bad boys." Yeah, uh, I got to take pregnant lady and get her somewhere safe. And the caretaker. And the caretaker. I just right. looked up her name. It's Miriam. Miriam, the because Mir- Miriam, Miriam needs some love. Right. Miriam, Miriam is a great character. character too. Phenomenal character. Yes. A lot of white people with dreads in this movie. Yes, that's true. I guess it's the and style of 2020. Yeah. In this universe, we're gonna see a lot of that this year. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Start growing hairs out. Yeah. Everybody gets dreads and nobody gets pregnant anymore. Yeah. It's a great world. Honestly, that'd be kind of exciting. Would it? I mean, think about what would happen. I guess this movie would happen. Maybe it wouldn't be exciting. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be exciting. I mean, it'd be interesting. Our population's out of control, though, so, you know, we got to do something about it. Yeah, a lot of white people with dreads. A lot of white people with dreads in this movie. Yeah. So um, the, he decides to leave with with the, with, with Key, Key and, and Miriam, um, and he's going to get them to Michael Caine's house. Yeah. Also, another great escape scene. Um, going yes, the car that won't start. Yeah, it's all one and shot of them going down the hill. Yeah, and the guys are just sprinting yeah. right behind them. Before that, there's another like like nice little long t- long shot of him of, like of him destroying like, the motors. Yeah, the cars tearing yeah. the, the spark like, plugs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the wires. He's yeah. pulling the wires. He's pulling those wires out of the cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like the the Polish guys are like. Let's smoke a cigarette. I'm Polish. Yeah. The back Yeah, well, with my rifle. Let's smoke a cigarette. <laughs> with the fishes. And then, the, is he Scottish or Irish, the dude with the dreads? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> He's all like, oh, I'm going to kill this motherfucker too. I'm going to shoot him. In a fucking age. <laughs> uh, so then they escape and they go to Michael Caine's uh, house. Yeah. Um, and and he, they, yeah. <laughs> they, have a jo- they have a jolly time together. They do have a jolly time. Michael Caine is like, oh my god, I'll cook for the- I'm cooking for two for yeah. this woman. Also, the- there's like a great, um, there's a great little like, uh, I don't know if it's, it's not subversion of expectations, but it's kind of, uh, they like lead you to believe that Michael Caine has killed himself because there right. are all those commercials for like the, uh, like the 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 government sponsored like suicide kits. That you just right, like, drop into your water, and he like had it sitting next to have. Right. He had it sitting next to him, um, and he's like knocked out, probably stoned. Right. And Clive Owen walks up, and you're like, "Oh shit, Michael Caine did he do fucking it? killed himself?" And then he's like, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, oh. And Clive Owen's like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ!" <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice laugh. Yeah. But it's it's a little foreshadowing. Yeah. Because a bit. can I just say something that I love? So Michael Caine's wife in this movie. She's catatonic mm-hmm. um, and wheelchair bound and like mm-hmm. can't move, doesn't eat, like can't really speak. Mm-hmm. Not can't really speak. She can't speak. She can't speak. Um, at all. But I love that the movie doesn't make a big deal no. out of it. It's just it's a character thing. Like this is something that happened to his wife, and it yeah. just shows Michael Caine's like type of character. Oh, he's like a care. He's a caregiver. Yeah, he's the, a very the, caring man. Right. The yeah. good male characters in this film, the good boys. Yeah. They're caregivers. It's pretty much just Michael Caine. It's Michael Caine and Clive Owen ultimately. Yeah, I guess he gets to work. He gets there. He gets there. Exactly. It's real character study. It's, yeah. (laughs) He starts someplace, he ends someplace else. (laughs) Whoa. Fuck. London, and then England, place different. (laughs) That's what the script says. Exterior, England, place different. (laughs) Interior, coffee shop, London. (laughs) It's in London. There's a fuck ton of sharks. (laughs) (laughs) What if that was a movie? Dude, that'd be amazing. Ugh. All right, so right. Michael Caine, he's Michael a caretaker. Caine. So, um, 
he helps. Oh, he devises the plan, the plan with uh, with Sid his, with with Sid, his cop buddy, who he sells pot right. to. Um, right. When you see Sid, tell him he's a fascist pig. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So ultimately, Clive and the gals leave, and. Because they the the fishes are coming. They know the fishes are coming. You see the security footage of of, of the fishes of, of the Scottish. <laughs> yeah. There's a Scottish fish with dreads yes, swimming exactly. swimming through the security footage. Right. Um, so, so they're they like, come. "Oh, we gotta leave." Yeah. And Michael Caine's like, "Pull my finger." Yeah. He's like, "I'll stay." Yeah. And he assists and suicides his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, Plays Ruby Tuesday. Right. Because he knows what's about to happen. Yeah. And they fucking. Yeah, Right. Do you think it happened on a Tuesday? The whole movie. It's on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> right. Presented by Ice Cube. Tuesday right. after next. <laughs> so they fucking kill Michael Caine. Yeah. So he's dead. He's yeah. He's he's dead. They shoot him. And Miriam's all like, "Don't worry, Clive Owen." And he's like, "Don't fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me." And he goes and cries in the woods for yeah. a little bit. So then yeah, and then they. Yeah, he cries in the woods, and right. then they go to the they spot where they're going to meet up. An with... abandoned school. Yeah. Lovely what? choice. Because you, these haven't been used in 11 years. In a long time. And it's really right. sad. It is sad. But it's also, like, pretty beautiful. Like, they, they shot it on, like, a really, like... It seemed like it was, like, a like a fall day, like, after a day where it rained, and it was, like, kind of dewy, but, like... Dewy. Dewy, but it was still kind of <laughs> sunny, and there's, like, a, a deer running through, and you're like, Woo! Spooky! Woo! Oh, God! Oh, Nature! <laughs> Nature! Spooky! Um, and they go in and like Miriam and Clive Owen are chatting about, you know, how they like started to realize that it was happening. There's a cool shot of like the two of them talking inside of the school and like the broken glass like looking mm-hmm. out and like you can see Key like perfectly. She's on a swing, right? She's on a swing, yeah. Right. And you can see her perfectly through like one of the holes in the cracks in the window. Right. Just like a really like. Lovely. Beautifully, like, lovely... Lovely crafted scene. Yeah. Just there's, uh, there's just... There's so much vision. Yeah. Dude, it's the cinematography movie. in this. Yes, unbelievable skis. Let me tell you something. These... <laughs> these movie makers... <laughs> um, yeah. Beautifully crafted shot. Uh-huh. Um, and then you realize... And then Sid comes. And Sid is another hilarious character. Another fucking scumbag. He's just a weird creep who yeah. refers to himself in the third person. Yeah. Sid, <laughs> Sid doesn't want to know. Sid doesn't want to know. <laughs> Sid doesn't care. Say it again. <laughs> You're a fascist pig. Yeah. And he starts laughing. It's fucking crazy. Another, another pretty funny, funny scene when he's when he's leading them out into the concentration camp. Um, right. What, it, that's like essentially what it, it is. It is a concentration camp. One hundred percent. Let me see a sad face. Sad Fuji face. And he like frowns <laughs> <Sad> at them. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sad for your face. Mm. <laughs> Send me a postcard. <laughs> Sid's a great character. Yeah, and then Sid goes off. He smokes his he smokes his pot. His potskis, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, boom! Our characters are dropped into this concentration camp where they're supposed to find their way to a boat right. that is going to lead them out of the country mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we can't have Key giving birth to the first baby in eighteen years as a refugee in right. England because. The government will kill the baby or something. They'll something, something terrible. They'll, they'll, they'll take use it, for, it politically. Yeah, or they'll whatever. use it politically and then like bomb Turkey or something. Right. I don't know. You know, geopolitics. Yes. yes. That's a smart word. Hell yeah, dude. 
I need another claw. Hell yeah, dude. Let me yeah, grab you another claw. claw. Claw skis. Yeah. So they're on the bus, and Mira, the a guy gets on, a bad boy gets on. A um, bad boy. A big, bad British big, cop bad, man. Big, British man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so he's taking... He's, Looking for Fuji's, yeah, and he's like, "You're coming with me. You're going to the concentration." Are they not all Fuji's? I guess maybe they all, or maybe he's just looking for. I don't know what he's looking for. I don't for, know. He's, he's, he's looking, looking for, for trouble. He's looking for what trouble. He's looking for, and he picks some people to take off. And yeah. Miriam like sacrifices herself so, to prevent Key from being yeah uh, because grabbed. she's like one of the few like black Fuji's. Right, she will which I think is pick. important for us to note. We haven't really noted it. That's that true. Key, That's true. She's, she's one of the. But it's like it's like a thing, but it's not like. They don't it's like, like talk. They about don't like it. talk about it, but it's like right. understood. Like it's the, ra- the the racial dynamics are are implied through through cinema. Alphonse Cuarón respects yeah. his audience's intelligence enough to pick up on the subtleties yeah. of his filmmaking. Exactly. Yes. There's not a scene where you know Miriam is like, "Hey, did you realize Key is black? Key is black, and we're both women, and you're a man." <laughs> Babies are not coming. What's the deal with that? <laughs> You're right. That's what Fox News is saying in, in America while this movie's happening. People can't get pregnant. What's, What's going to happen about this thing now? Yeah, why did Democrats make you infertile? Yeah. This was now, a repu- this is re- done by Repubskis. Yeah. <laughs> so Miriam sacrifices herself. <laughs> yes, she maybe does. we've had a few too many clots. too many clots. Um, but. And she's she's, get take, taken right, out she gets to taken out. Like, but she, uh, pres- like we presume yeah, she's that she's going to get fucking murdered. Executed. She's going to get fucking murdered. Yeah. But once but again, he, it's not shown. It's, it's not shown. It's, implied. It's, it's implied. Yeah. Thank you. Trust yeah. your audience. Boom. Chill. Clack. 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 Uh, so <laughs> I'll take some baklava. Hey, a side of baklava. Uh, so Key's water breaks while this on is the happening bus. on yes. the bus. Um, and the the bad boy oh. is just like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. And and Clive Owen tries to heady mask play. it. Yeah, he, he has a real. He's like ah ah kaka no no kaka. He, he's he's like, going uh, she pee she pee pee kaka pee pee kaka pee pee. <laughs> and the the guy's like what the fuck? He's like this dude's a fucking kook and this bitch peed herself. Like I'm yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah right. Yeah. right. Uh, so they they drive away. And they're on the bus and. Yeah. I forgot. I think Sid tells them about the gypsy woman. Right, and they find Marika. And they find Marika, who, who doesn't speak is, a word of English, but is a great character. Oh my god, one of the best side characters in cinema history. And yeah. I don't think this woman gets enough love. No, she doesn't. She's a fucking. I'm, I'm convinced they just found some Polish woman. I think they found an actual and, gypsy and, and woman. They, yeah, and they were just like, uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's not even acting. No, it's she's just not. Her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. smoking cigarettes. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh man, can we see? Can we hear that? That's my gypsy. That's Marie. That's Marika. That's Marika. The gypsy. Um, so they find Marika, and she like she takes, houses them. She houses right. them for, yeah. the, for the evening in a terrible, terrible place. Terrible place. But Key gives birth this evening. With the help of Clive Owen. With the help of Clive Owen, and it's his great. It's another great one one take shot. Oh, probably the only negative thing I could say about this movie is that the baby that he pulls out of key is horribly CGI. Yeah, it's terrible. But I, I mean, aside from that, it's like yeah, whatever. Either like you get edits with better right. CGI, or you right. do it in one take. Right. And the one take is very impressive. Um, 
And it's great because it's the first human, it's the first birth in 11 years. And it's like people did it thousands of years ago with no help from a doctor. It's just yeah. like, just just push, baby. Just boom. One, just one, two people in a room. There's not a whole lot of hoopla. It's like, like there are like cameras around or like anything right. like that. It's not all like the... Uh, the the what the the what you call it the 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 spectacle the spectacle of the of voice like, of like the uh, first birth in eleven years yeah but like it's not like you know like all the craziness that was surrounding like baby Diego his entire life right like it's a very just like personal beautiful moment between these three right um so the baby gets born did that here night. comes the baby and then the next morning they're what, supposed what is, to find the boat the well yes that's right and what is the joke early on she wants to name the the kid uh. What's the horrible name she picks for either a boy or a girl? Oh, fuck. Frollo. Yeah. Frollo. Something, yeah. And she's like, he's kind of like, you can't name the first baby in 11 years Frollo. Froyo. Yolo. Yolo. Yolo the baby. I want to name my baby Yolo. Clive Owen's like, There's There's another great joke where Clive Owen was like asking her about the father, and she's like, Don't you know? I'm a virgin. And Clive Owen has this like dumbfounded look on his face, and she's like, "Don't be a fucking idiot." Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I've had sex. Like, yeah, this isn't right. like we're not doing that. This whole like <laughs> Jesus, yeah, an immaculate conception <laughs> thing. Like I had sex. I don't remember any of the guys' names, but this came from like a, a dude's chism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, then the also morning. there's also horrible implication that it's like, oh, if she can get pregnant, she's one of the only folks who can, which will lead to like fucking her being raped by people. Yeah. It's horrible, but but also the joke about like about her being a virgin kind of also brings into question the thing that you were talking about before, where like it's only ever reported that like why did women go right. infertile as opposed to thinking like maybe this is a man's issue and right. women have been fine this whole time and men are the one to, ones to blame, right? Um, and like finally like we found a man who was able to. You know, make this happen. Right. But the man isn't important. Right. Exactly. He's a fuck. He's a, could be any jabroni like on the street. Any jabroni. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyway, Sid shows up again the following morning. Yeah. Because he's like, I, I heard a rumor or something's going on. Yeah. He was watching the telly. Right. Yeah. He was and watching he, the news on right. the telly. And he walks in and he sees the kid and he's like, "You're fucking coming with me." Yeah. He's like, like, "What is that?" What's that? Jesus Christ. Yeah. But he know he knows Jesus that the baby's Christ. there. Right. So he's obviously gonna he like holds him at gunpoint. He's like, yeah. "Fucking come with me." And the gypsy's with them, right? And the the, the gypsy overpowers him. Oh yeah, down the stairs. To, yeah, he he kind of has them all at gunpoint, and he's you know kind of taking them hostage to kidnap the baby and do God knows what with it. Um, and I believe this is where the infamous one take begins. Not yet. Not yet. There's one yeah. more cut because this whole There's the whole hallway scene. Where they're trying to escape out the door, and Sid like gets up and shoots at them. That's one take as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then Clive Owen fucking bricks Sid in the bricks face. Bricks his face. The giant yeah. piece of concrete. Um, but yeah, but before that, in order for them to get away, fucking Marika. Marika. The pro move. What does she? What she just she like jumps on Sid. Or whatever. <laughs> she just yeah. And Clive Owen. It's just like gypsy fucking, instinct. Yeah, exactly. She uses her gypsy magic. <laughs> <laughs> Sid is like, ah! And he convulses on the yeah. ground and foams at the oh, mouth. Oh, you fucking gypsy! <laughs> yeah, right. He falls through the ground. <laughs> through her gypsy portal. Yeah, right. Into yeah. the gypsy verse. <laughs> Spider-Man into the gypsy verse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so they oh, escape, man. and then they find. Uh, I think they find some like Persians or something. Uh, uh yes, there's one. Yeah, some other Marika's friends, I think. Who's oh, more gypsies. Them. Well, I think. Well, he's a Polish gypsy. <laughs> uh, but they have like a. They find the friends and they like right. go and hang like, out with come, them. Yeah, yeah, come with me. And there are like other people and they're playing with the baby and it's like whatever. And they're like, all right, we're gonna you know take you to find the boat. And they go back out to find the boat and then right. the fucking fishes show up. They show up and they capture. And, and they're, this is where this the famous one take begins. Yeah, with no, them on the street. No, yes, it is. Is it in the street? Mm-hmm. It begins with oh. them being. Does it begin with the dude who they were with getting? Capped in the head. Yes, and then and well, and no. It begins start. with it begins with all the Alu Akbar uh, soldiers walking that they're I think navigating a cut. through. Is there? Yeah, there's a cut because that's when they go up into the house. Oh, that's true. You're and right. And the people play, and then when they come back out with the other dude, when they go back out with the other dude, then the fish find them, and they're like about to kidnap them, and I think that's where it starts. And then the dude right. that they're with gets shot. He gets capped in the head, and then and then the British military comes right. in. And it's and this huge war start like shooting at the fish and then chaos ensues Marika like fucking nowhere to be found we don't know she goes off yeah she 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 dips she's like bro she's like I'm not being a part of this one take she's she's like I gotta gotta get some pizza (laughs) get some pizza off fucking jabroni yeah (laughs) on set yeah going off camera yeah Um, she's actually she's the camera person (laughs) 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 fuck that'd be amazing Um, so this unbelievable one take where uh, they the the fish take key mm-hmm. and they like disperse into the war zone and Clyde yeah. like fuck I gotta find her yeah and he's like navigating this horrible war zone shit's being blown up windows are being shot people are yeah. fighting and fucking dying yeah random it's, people are dying the like, unbelievable camera work. fish are fighting Fuji's who are fighting the British government who are fighting the fish who are fighting God knows who right. else it's just insane yeah, like free for all yeah where did they film this because they had such a huge area yeah like. Uh-huh. And so, dude, the thing I was gonna say before, so many extras in this movie, mm-hmm. so many extras, a part of all these intricate takes. Yeah, it's insane, dude. It's it's so well choreographed. It is, it is, it's unbelievable. Uh-huh. Um, but ultimately, he like makes it in this amazing one cut through the war zone into yeah. a abandoned Apparently, building, uh, a refugee uh, building, whatever. Uh, a story I heard recently about that about that one that one take. Um, obviously, like the whole like movie and like the experience of the movie and kind of like the understanding of the movie um it kind of all like it it all like sits on that one take like working um and they only obviously like with any one one take you only have but so many tries to make it work just because of production costs and whatnot and how many did this this take have i think it was like two two and on the second one they got it but there's uh there's a little there's a point where someone gets shot and there's Mm -hmm. some blood splatter on the camera and um, they were like, fuck, like, this is the one that we have to go with. Like, we can't do it again. Right, because the first one got fucked up yeah, for but, some reason. But we're going to do it with this one with, the, with the, the blood splatter. And Alfonso Cuaron, like, thought it was terrible. He was right. like, he was it's going to, like, this is going to destroy. Was it you who told me this story? No, I think you told me this story. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was me. You told me this story. <laughs> you told me no, this dude, story. You told me this story. So they get the blood splatter in this right. take that they do end up using, and he thought it looked awful, and he was like severely depressed because he thought that like it would totally take away from this amazing one take, and people wouldn't enjoy that shot, and therefore they wouldn't enjoy the movie. And like before its release, he was like terribly depressed, like thinking like. Oh my god! Like my entire career is like gonna go downhill because I fucked up this this one shot that I needed to be perfect, 
And then it came out, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is the best one take I've ever seen!" Right. The blood splatter. The blood enhances it. Enhances it. It makes it like so much realer, and like right. puts you there in the situation with them. It's amazing. And then come on, Alphonse, you're an artistic guy. Can't yeah. you see how this would be fucking amazing? Yeah. And then he went on to make Roma. It's like a. <laughs> It's like, imagine if that was a part of it. He was like, I want blood to hit the camera. That'd be yeah. so hard to do yeah. in this insanely long one take without it actually ruining the shot. Because it yeah. doesn't ruin the shot. Not at all. It's just like, they also get fun. it off at one point. Yes. Uh, the cameraman weird. does some some clever yeah. thing it's where crazy. Like, like, the camera like, pans down and yeah. I guess he wipes but it. But it's like, you like, can't, can't see it. it. You it's can't like, tell. It's, it's seamless. But you can tell that it's all still the same take. It is not two takes. Right. It is not stitched together at all. So ultimately, the one take finds us following Clive Owen into the refugee apartment complex, and that's where the fishes are holed up with Key. Yes. Um, and he gets Key back. Chitwell gets blown up. Oh, Chitwell has a great line where he's like, "I, ref- I forgot what they sound like." He's like, "I want to, I want to see him," and uh, and they're like, "It's a girl," right? Which is fucking right, right, amazing. Right. Like this whole movie is like based around like once again. Mm-hmm. You live in a society right. run by men. Right. Men are, you know, supposed to be like the end all be all of like how we understand things and like obviously you think the next you know, the first baby born in however many years is going to be a man. Mm-mm. Um Nope. It's a gal. It's a woman. It's a lady. She's a badass. She's a badass, yes. A little um, badass baby. Little she picks up an AK forty seven and fucking murders all the she fishes. She blows away all the yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the entire British military. Right. And the movie becomes a comedy in the last <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. And then it's boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> it gets animated to yeah. Alec Baldwin voices Key's female trial. Uh, 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 so yeah, yeah, then he gets then he gets blown up and then they uh, they you know start to leave the building. In with probably the, the most beautiful conceived shot of the film. Yeah, with everyone kind of lining up just in awe. People are still getting shot right. as they're lining up to see the baby and like just like they don't care, like they're okay, you know, right. if this is their last moment seeing this first right. baby in however many years. Well, I um, love that moment where the sergeant sees the kid and he screams. He's like, Hold fire! Yeah. Hold fire! Yeah. And it's like, because he's like, this fucking trumps whatever Anything. we're fighting about. Yeah, whatever we're doing here, like, none of that matters right. because of this baby. Right, and it's this amazing messiah moment of, like, pure silence and, like, all these troops, like, in uniform just looking at this child. And, like, all they want to do is, like, look at it or, yeah. like, touch it. Yeah. Some people, bit. like, touch the foot. Some people right. will, like... Make a sign of the cross, like other people like bow or whatever. Um, it's the best moment in the movie. It's really cool, and it's also cool because you see like how different people are reacting in different ways to to the same thing, whether it be like a cultural or religious thing, whatever it may be. But they all have their own different ways of kind of respecting the gravity of that moment. Right, but it's just like it's this amazing moment of like, oh, this is what it takes to get these people to stop yeah. fighting. But then as but soon then as they make it through. Someone fires a shot right, and it just, just like starts again. right back up. And right. then fucking Marika finds her way back to right. She's like, okay, I have my pizza. <laughs> I was at Craft Services <laughs> yeah. and now I am back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, they have these great mini wraps. They have pigs and blankets. Yeah, I come back with uh, pigs and blankets and you didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> How about boat? Hey, come boat. Boat, boat, boat. Boat, 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 boat. <laughs> What's that I don't know. Well, we're doing the Chris D'Elia voice. Yeah. Oh no, he died! <laughs> Dead people be like. Gypsies be like. 
So they find Marika, and she's yeah. like, she's like, come on, boat, 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 yeah, boat, 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 boat. So she takes them to the boat, and they're like, "Are you coming with us?" And she's, she's like, like, "No, I have gypsy stuff to do here." <laughs> That's her line. Yeah. He's like, "I sorry, I have very important gypsy things." <laughs> it's like I gotta go pick some pockets and <laughs> right. do other gypsy things. <laughs> right. Sorry if I'm offending any gypsies out there. Yeah, sorry. I don't think gypsies listen to our <laughs> podcast. Straight to DVD, the number one podcast for gypsies. <laughs> We're not big in the states, however, the gypsy communities in New York. Hell love yeah, us. Dude, absolutely. Um, Pro gypsy, dude. Yeah, dude. We're at, we're at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie, Marika gets them on the boat. They go yeah. out. Clive Owen's been shot. We we're not sure that Clive Owen. Something has happened to Clive Owen. <laughs> no, we don't know yet. No, we don't know if anything's happened to Clive Owen. But they're they on row, the boat. They row out. And they, they row out. And they're, and they're like, waiting by the buoy. And because the, they got to wait for the big boat. Right, the big boat. The Titanic boat. Right, they got to wait for the Titanic. Yeah. So, they got to wait for the big boat. So they row out. They row out. And they wait. And then... Clevon's like, whatever happens, keep her close, Key. Yeah. Keep her close. And, and then you see blood. Right. And she's like, oh no, they got me. That's not what she sounds like. No. But he's like, no, it's me. Yeah. It's me. And you realize he's been <laughs> shot. He's been shot. In his, in his London Olympics 2012. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quarter zip. But she, um, she decides she's going to name the baby after him. Dylan. Oh no, his son. His son. His son, because Dylan is a girl's name too, right? It's yeah. not after him, it's after the, his, his son, son who yeah, died. Who died. Right. Dylan. Dylan. It's a girl's name too. Right. Yeah. It's a lovely, lovely moment. And Clive was yeah. like, <sighs> and he's like, dies in peace. Yeah. Um, and you see the ship in the distance and it show comes. up. And it's, it's called Tomorrow. Like, right. Uh, like, what? Heavy handed. Yeah, the only part of the movie it's that was like, heavy handed. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's like, mmm. <laughs> But, I mean, other than that, it's like a damn near perfect movie. It is movie. damn near perfect movie. They should have called The Boat yesterday, and and fucking It should have been John called Ruby Lennon, Tuesday. John, John Ruby Tuesday, right. And then the dude from yesterday, who's right. the only guy who remembers the Beatles show. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next uh, time on Straight to DVD, yeah. we talk about the Ruby, movie, Ruby where they got only yeah. one guy knows oh, the Beatles. Yes. Did you see yesterday? I did. I watched it on a plane. Did you like it? It's a good plane movie. That, yeah. I thought it was charming. I thought it was charming too. Yeah, it was. Okay. I liked it. It's just like a weird like premise. Yeah, but I, thought I, it was, I was I was convinced he was gonna like go back to his own universe where the Beatles did exist, and he's like, I learned a lesson in the other universe that originality is more important than it, stealing. It was all a dream. I've actually just been in my hospital bed the whole time. Right. I like that it doesn't. Yeah, I guess not. It's just like... How did we end up? I don't know. But if you're trying to convince (laughs) me that the music business would be the same as it is today without the influence of the Beatles, you've got another thing coming, bro. Well, yeah, Ed Sheeran would be the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm in love with the shape of poop. It's a happy ending. Yeah, that's right. After all of this death and chaos and and, and carnage and... Depressions. Yeah. They Clive make Owen it. is just a depressing character. He is. He's, I don't even know his name. He's depressing in every movie he's in. <laughs> no offense, Clive Owen. That's just yeah. what you exude. Do you know um, the character's name? Is it Simon? No, it's... Uh, Sylvester? Why do I think it's Cal? It's Theo. Theo, that's right. <laughs> we were like, close. Like I said. <laughs> Cal. One letter off. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's a great movie. Anybody who's listening, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you haven't, you should watch it because it's fucking great. I don't know. I think we did a pretty good job explaining it. I don't know if you need to see it. Yeah, if that's, you've listened that's true. To this. Maybe we should do that for future movie episodes where we actually talk about the synopsis of the film, like scene by scene. Yeah. That seems like a nice uh, way to do it. I don't know. I like yeah. doing multiple our, movies. Okay, great. We can do whatever the fuck That's we true, want. That's true, we it's can. It's our podcast. It's our podcast! Yeah, baby. Yes, it belongs to should, us. Should we have said spoilers in the beginning? Yeah, by the way, everything we just said was a spoiler. <laughs> was a spoilers. <laughs> yes. Skip to this moment if you want to avoid spoilers. Yeah. Or if you want to hear about two or not Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday yesterday. yesterday, yesterday, yeah, yeah, uh huh, cool, hell yeah, dude, um, yeah, thanks for listening, yeah, come back again, come back some other time, yeah, oh, we should do that thing where we're like, like follow us on social media, check check us out on the Instagrams, we are at straight to DVD pod. Yeah, straight two. The straight number two, two. Number two. Straight to DVD pod. Check us out. We're active on the Instagrams. We post photos of movies. It, <laughs> that, and then we talk about the, the, the movies yes. from the photos. And then I comment on the photos something clever. And yeah. it's like, ooh, look, it's, it's like we, got a, we have a fan. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's just it's one just, of those. just the guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's just the guy from the thing. Oh, no. He died. What? <laughs> <laughs> Next time we talk about Chris D'Elia's movies. Oh, that's a great idea. All right, well, I've actually seen a movie with Chris D'Elia in it. Wasn't he in something recently? He was in You. Oh, yeah, that's He's in right. season two of You. Season two. Season two. Season You. Season two. All right, I'm... Uh, fuck it. <laughs> Dude, Children of Men. Great One movie. One of the best movies of all time. It is. It's e- five out of five, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, easily. Easily five, five out of five. five. Maybe is ten it, out of ten. Is it the best movie of all time? Mm, no, I don't think so. Is it top five? In terms of my personal uh, like favorite films, yes, yeah. this is definitely top five. It's probably three or four. What are the others on my list? Since um, we're here, Mad Max is definitely up there. Mad Max, is, Mad Max is probably number five. Fury Road. Um, yeah, Fury Road. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Um, it's top five. Okay, great. It's a good movie. Hell yeah, dude! It's amazing. Zinga. See you next time on the podcast. On the street to DVD pod. I'm fucking shit faced. <laughs>